Molly Sutton rubbed her sleeve on the window, thinking to wipe away the condensation blocking her view of the meadow. But it was not fog on the window. It was ice. On the inside. Her first winter in France, and oh, it was a cold one. Lowest temperatures in decades, and La Baraque, her beautiful, odd old house, was not insulated. She had moved to the village of Castillac at the end of the summer. A fresh start in a beautiful place. A life of gardening, eating fabulous food, running a gîte business, and talking to goat farmers. That was what she had imagined. And instead, she had discovered a corpse in the woods and gotten involved in a murder investigation. Not exactly the peace and serenity she was going for. But on the whole, Castiac was even better than she dreamed. She had made friends, even good friends. The beauty of the village and the surrounding area never failed to take her breath away, and the pastry was sublime. Molly was willing to pronounce any day that began with an almond croissant from Patisserie Bougeot at least a partial success. Now, of course, they were at their peak when utterly fresh, so that meant walking the kilometer and a half into the village to buy one first thing in the morning, still warm from the oven. Café de la Place was only two steps away from the patisserie, after all. Why not stop in for a café creme and say bonjour to that blindingly handsome server, Pascal? She wasn't flirting with him, not really. She was too old for him anyway. Nevertheless, they showed their appreciation for each other, as he took her order with a twinkle in his eye, as if to say, In a parallel universe, I'd have a romp with you, oh yes. Molly allowed herself a twinkle back. But that was a summer sort of exchange, all that twinkling. When sitting outside with the sun on your back felt so good, and the days were so long it was sometimes hard to fill them up. Winter was a whole other matter. Restaurants closed their terraces, and everyone was wrapped up in heavy coats and sweaters. Didn't feel very sexy. Instead of warm, loose, and easygoing, life felt stiff and closed in. Molly's best friend in Castillac was Lawrence Weebly, but he had taken off for a month in Morocco, and December had begun to drag a little. She was lonesome. Instead of going into the village, she booted up her computer and checked her email. No inquiries about booking the cottage. Make that lonesome and anxious about money. But at least the first problem was easy to solve. She emailed Frances, her best pal from the U.S., and invited her to come for a long visit. The cottage was empty anyway, and Molly would love the company. Frances must have been sitting at her computer at the same time, because in three seconds she emailed back. Packing. Molly grinned, but had a pang of regret at her impulsiveness. Yes, Frances was an old friend and gobs of fun, and she loved her. But Frances was also, well, the sort of person trouble seemed to follow. Houses burned down, cars were stolen, epic misunderstandings. This was Frances's daily life. Molly could only hope that her black cloud would stay on the other side of the Atlantic, or perhaps by now Frances had outgrown it. They weren't far from forty, after all. Someone banged on the front door. Coming, yelled Molly, wishing again for a dog. She always felt a spark of worry, opening the door when she had no idea who was on the other side. Was she too suspicious? Overly anxious? She made a mental note to ask Frances if she felt the same. Constance, the young woman who occasionally came to clean, stood on the front step with a toothy grin. She had her hair scraped back into a high ponytail that Molly knew was her ready-to-work hairstyle. 
They exchanged greetings, and Constance came in and stood in front of the wood stove. It's really cold in here, Malls, she said. Are you sure you don't want Thomas to put in some electric heater so you don't freeze to death? I'd hate to come over and find you all stiff and iced over. No, it's not that bad. Spring's right around the corner anyway. It's December. Molly shrugged. I'm sorry I don't have anything for you to do today. I knew bookings would fall off once the weather turned, but it's worse than I expected. I guess anticipating something isn't the same as going through it. No one set foot in the cottage since you cleaned it last. Constance looked crushed. Well, but how about I clean your house instead of the cottage? She looked around the living room and raised her eyebrows at the line of bark and twigs that had trailed over the floor when Molly brought in armloads of wood. Sorry, Constance. Without bookings, I don't have the money to pay you. You want a cup of coffee?